What's the hardest job in the world? Some would argue motherhood. They're probably right. But anyone who knows a pastor personally knows that being a pastor is way up there on the list of hardest jobs. And that's why I talked with Ed Welch today about pastors, the challenges of being a pastor, and how CCEF is trying to help in this season. You're listening to CCEF On The Go, a podcast of the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. Here at CCEF, we are committed to restoring Christ to counseling and counseling to the church. You can find our podcasts, books, articles, videos, and more resources for Christ-centered pastoral care at our website, ccef.org. Welcome to CCF On The Go. My name is Alistair Groves. I'm the director of the School of Biblical Counseling, work in our New England office. I'm on faculty with CCEF, and I'm hosting the podcast here today with my guest, Ed Welch, who has been around CCF for a very long time. He is one of our faculty members and author of numerous books. Uh, Ed, thanks so much for being here today. Oh, it's, um, it's good to get together with you on this one, Alistair. I know we were trying to do it before, and it's been hard to actually make it happen, so I'm glad we're able to do it. Well, I hope that my uh, my persistence has been appropriate <laughs> and polite. That's always what I aim for. So. Oh, man. You know, Ed, the, um, the thing I've been probably most interested to, uh, to pick your brain about over the last little while is the issue of uh, pastors, which might not seem like an issue <laughs> to you or, or to many, but uh, I... I don't think I've been around you in the past six months for more than about five minutes without you saying something about pastors and how important it is that we are speaking to pastors, targeting pastors, thinking about pastors as we develop material, as we package our content, as we seek to fulfill our mission. And I'm just interested to know why that has uh, risen so highly on your priority list. Particularly, I know um, you've been... Uh, working really hard on developing a, a pastor's page on the CCEF website. Uh, I'm actually not entirely sure what your vision is there. So will you say a little bit about that piece of the website and and why why that particular issue of, of serving pastors well has, has risen to such a high priority in your mind and in your heart in the past however long it's been? Well, Alistair, have you actually looked at that section of the website? <laughs> Uh, briefly. <laughs> uh, I knew you probably looked at it in some form or another. Well, I'll get to the website in, in just a second. Uh, other people seem to know us better than we know ourselves. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed that I would have talked about pastors that often, but, but I'm glad that I do. I, it probably comes from a few different places. One is... Uh, one is, uh, it might be a long story, but I'll try it. Uh, I can remember years ago, there was a, an executive director who said that we needed more pastors on staff. And I think at the time, Paul Tripp was the only one who was actually, it was an actual ordained pastor. I took great offense at that. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> tell him at the time, but uh, there have been times I felt like I have been working as an elder at my church more than I work here at CCF. Just the way the weeks can go, and and I and I certainly felt like I was doing pastoral work, and and I saw myself as a pastor. So, so you know that you know, bothered me for a little while, but it, it stuck in my head, and I began to realize 
that it's one thing to be an elder, a volunteer elder or a called elder. Uh, and it's another thing to be the paid pastor of a church. And, hmm. and it, it's, it's different on all kinds of levels. One is people don't yell at me. They don't criticize me. They're not always talking about me behind my back and all kinds of other things. Um, well, that you know of. Uh, good point. Good point. Uh, at least not as many people. Uh, right. Right. So, so I, I don't. I don't receive the some of the. They just you know the real difficult things that pastors can receive, where you you know the people you love are the people who who uh, sometimes just can be can, can oppose you. So that was, that was part of it. The, the, but the other part, and I think this is probably more significant, is I realized as a counselor, there were, you know, let's say I was seeing 15 people over the course of the week. I would say, say four or five of those people, I was their primary pastor. In other words, they really <laughs> looked to me, uh, and the pastor they had at their church was looking to me as well. And I found those five situations to be to be the most difficult of situations, the the weightiest of, of situations. And that was only five people. And it's not a congregation of 20 or 100 where, where I am the primary pastor. So, so I guess my first point is that the pastoral work is just plain hard. And, and now that I have a, you know, my, my immediate family is two daughters and eight grandchildren. And 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 so you know that's that's a really that's a very small church, and 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 we don't have any significant problems in that small church, but to have some sort of meaningful spiritual pastoral contact with everybody in my church over the course of of say two or three weeks is is really hard work, and so it leaves me thinking and 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 what of those who have a congregation of fifty or seventy five or a hundred or two hundred, so. That's the first thing I'm thinking. It, it, the 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 challenges, the hardness, the weight of of the pastoral office is something that I've I've felt more and more as I've gotten older. So that's that's certainly one. I, I think I think a second reason the pastors are are consistently on my mind. Here's another story. Should I stop? By the way, you want to you want to say anything? I, I'm going to jump in whenever I want to jump in. Right now, I'm loving story time with Ed, so keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, keep rolling, Grandpa. <laughs> the uh, okay, I'll, I'll tell another story, and, and you just tell me if I'm going way too long. But but I can remember a uh, getting together with another elder at our church. This is many years ago, and. And he was a person who was very skilled, a very skilled counselor, very skilled as a pastor. And we were talking about a, a person in the church who was struggling with depression. And, and, and this particular elder who, who, who wasn't timid by nature just seemed, just seemed um, I don't know, you know, not afraid, but he, he certainly seemed timid. There were, there were, there were ways that, that I'd seen him minister to other people. And, and it's as if he, he didn't have confidence in, in what the scripture said or confidence in himself or, or, or something. And it was, it was obvious enough that, that I, I raised the question and I probably said something. It seems like, it seems like you've, it seems like you're uncertain on this. Um, and I'm not sure why you're uncertain. 
And his comment was, was very interesting. He said it almost immediately. He essentially said, I, I am, I'm afraid that there's somebody down the street who, who has all this expertise on depression and, and has access to all this literature and all this data. And, 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 I, and, and I'm, whatever I say, it's going to be proven wrong by all that data somewhere down the road. I'm going to come in and screw it up. And, yeah. And, and hmm. that sense that there's, there, there is this depth of insight somewhere out there in the literature, he didn't have access to it, and he didn't want to hurt anybody because he didn't feel like he had access to it. So, so you know, that, was, that was a number of years ago, but, but I do think that pastors sometimes can have reason to, to feel less confidence in their pastoral ministry, because they they get this message that there there's this technology out there. There's there's a medical technology, medications and, and other treatments, but there's also sort of a talk therapy technology that they don't know, and it can lead them just a little bit less confident in in scripture. So. So that's that's the second thing on my heart. It's really hard work, but but pastors who who are really the the, the front line of caring for people's souls, uh, they they live in a milieu where where there's a sense that there are experts out there that know a whole lot more than they do, uh, which you know there are experts out there that know a whole lot more than any of us know, but but somehow. The way, you know, the way it works out in our own lives is we lose a little bit of confidence in Scripture. And, and we have this sense that Scripture is relevant to a more and more narrow sector of our lives. So, so I think that, that's the second thing. I, 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 would like to, I would like to be able to write with pastors in mind and remind them that they are doing exquisite. Most likely, they are already doing exquisite pastors care and and the the very accessible features of scripture that we all know very well they they we, we take them for granted but 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 this is the very mind of God and it doesn't mean it's everything but it is it goes to the very depths of the human soul so so I, I hope in in this pastor's page just to contribute in some small way to, to pastors not being arrogant uh, in, in, in their work, uh, being humble in their work, but, all, but being confident in Christ and the work of the Spirit. Hmm. What you're, I mean, I feel like you're identifying a few different, few different threads here, one of which is this pastoral work is really hard. <laughs> uh, it's not simply that it needs to be done well or you need training. It, it, this is personally, uh, emotionally, mentally, physically even a, a taxing thing to be doing and to be doing really hard work where the people that you love and care about and pour your life out for uh, may, in fact, often are often than the people whose critiques are most frequent and, and most hurtful or whatever the case may be, to do all of that in a context where, at least at times, you feel you're not sure you actually have what they need, um, that's an unpleasant double whammy. Uh, you're, you're really caught in a difficult spot. And so as you're thinking about the, um, as you're thinking about the website, it, if I'm hearing you rightly, you're saying, I want to... I want to give people more confidence. I want to give pastors more confidence 
not fundamentally in themselves, but in the scriptures, not in a comparative like, oh, pastor, don't worry, you already know everything you need to know kind of way, but rather a, um, if you are bringing scripture into someone's life and they are in a hard situation, if you are working, uh, no matter how difficult and painful and emotionally taxing the situation, if you are bringing Christ into this situation, if you have words of life from from the scriptures that are informing you and informing this person, then you have something of enormous value to bring, of central and enormous value to bring. And pastor, I want you to, I want you to hear that. And I want you to find rest in that. Am I fairly capturing the thrust of, of where you're going? Yeah, absolutely. The <laughs> scripture is, is revelation. The scripture are things that, that we could never we could never come to uh, with our own observations, uh, and 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 I, I just want us to remember that that what we have been given, we can't go any deeper into the human soul than 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 speaking of Christ and Him crucified, and 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 humbly with another person, considering what does that mean, what does it look like in life right now, in in the midst of this marital struggle, in the midst of this particular loss, in the midst of the loss of a job, uh, you know, on and on and on. Uh, it's it, it's it, it's really a it, it's it's a fairly simple strategy. We want to know the person we're talking to. We want to understand their struggles in such a way that we. It's a, we were moved by them. It's almost it's we share in them in some way, and then from that platform, to consider with the person. All right, now, now the gospel of Christ, Christ coming in the flesh, uh, uniting us with Himself, crucified, buried, and now risen. Uh, that somehow that somehow speaks profoundly. To this particular matter, and and that's what we're going to pray. We're going to pray that that the work of Christ is joined to this everyday situation. That yeah, that doesn't seem like it takes a great deal of expertise, but but we have just we have just we have just gone to a place in in a congregant's heart that is that where it's it's in, in a sense in a sense it should leave us thinking. Lord, who are, who are we? Who are we that you would give us these kinds of words of life to be able to, to speak on your behalf to, to others? It's the greatness of it should leave us humbled. So, yes, indeed, you, I think you, you have some of the things on my mm. mind. I, I would say one other thing, Alistair, uh, and, Go ahead. and, and I'm, I'm assuming that you're going to interrupt me whenever you want. Uh, but, I almost did, so this had better be really good. Uh, well, I, I, and, and <laughs> with that introduction, I'm not going to say it. But, no, there's one other thing as well. And, and you know, the hardness of pastoral ministry, as I think about it, the, 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 the lack of confidence in light of all the research and all the mental health expertise that's sort of floating around out there that could make us feel like dullards. Um, uh, but I, I think the third thing is, is, is also very important. Um, it's that Ephesians 4 passage where pastors do pastoral ministry, yet they also train, they also train the rest of us to do that kind of pastoring of souls. So that's, that, I think that's the other reason I'm thinking about a pastor's page, to, to, give, to give pastors ideas on how, how, do, they, how do they do that training with, with their congregations. Hmm. Um, 
you're you're uh, preempting my question by already beginning to answer it. But I I was going to say you know as I've in my brief poking around on the pastor's page and as I've read uh, the updates uh, in our e news, my my sense. Um, just sort of looking at what you've done thus far, is that you're, one thing you're especially attuned to is that pastors do not have a lot of time. Uh, you're very aware that pastors have a lot of things asking for their attention. So you're trying to, you're using the page as a way of, of just trying to say, how can I bring together um, resources that all focus in on a particular topic so that a pastor doesn't have to go hunting for five articles on anger or whatever the depression or whatever the case might be. And, and I want to, when I offer explanations or brief letters, uh, speaking to pastors, I'm, you know, we're talking like a hundred words here. It's this very, very short and sweet to the point. I understand that you have so much going on and in part of giving you confidence is helping you have access as quickly as possible to, thoughtful explorations of where scripture touches life. So um, it's interesting. I mean, one of the, paradoxically, it feels like one of the things that the the pastor's page shows is that on the one hand, if you bring scripture and if you bring Christ to to anyone, if, if that revelation is is coming um, by definition. This is this is something good that is happening. At the same time, uh, you could read six articles on how the scripture thinks about people who are dealing with anger, and gain from each of them. This is not. There's nothing simplistic about the scripture. It's not saying, oh yeah, just if you know a bit about the Bible, then you're totally good to go to talk to anyone at any time. There's something about gaining from wisdom around us, and you're just trying. It seems to me to say. I want the pastor listening to this podcast or stumbling onto our website or reading you know, our, our weekly emails. I, I want them to, as quickly as possible, come into contact with something that's actually moving Scripture into someone's life um, in this way that makes them go, oh, okay, I could do that. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Is that... Again, I'm, I'm Alistair, I want to make sure I understand Alistair, you. It makes me think that you actually read these things. Uh, <laughs> I, I told you I looked at it a bit. <laughs> the, uh, absolutely. Uh, the, I, I think you're, you're capturing a number of different things. I mean, what you're saying, the more general one is, is, is I think the busyness of life, at least in the United States, and, and the, the sheer amount of information that, that comes at us by the Internet, it, it has, for me, it's been really a very nice challenge for how can I say things more, more succinctly, more efficiently, without losing truth and without losing depth. So, so in one sense, I think that's been a that's been a general desire that I've had over the last five years or so. The the more specific is you're right. I in, in writing the pastor's page, I there is there's a certain part of me that is saying I I sort of apologize for this. Could I could I just have a minute of your time? I know you're really busy, and I'm going. I'll, I'll try to do it as quickly as I. I possibly can, and and and, and that's I, I, there is a bit of that sense. Uh, not quite an intruder, but I'm knocking on their I'm knocking on their door, and 
and saying, you, you might find this useful. Uh, so so here, here, here's a quick one. And if you find it useful, I, I, I want to try to map out some things to make it easy for you to, to pursue it a little bit further. So, so I think you are catching a bit of a, an ethos in my own heart as, as I approach pastors. It's, it's the, the efficiency is, is not that, you know, it's not worth that much time. Uh, it's not worth that much of my time. The efficiency is, is I, I know something of the hardness of the ministry and I, 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 I don't want to be a bother to them. So I want, I want, it, I yeah. want to map it out as easily as possible. Yeah. And let's do this. Let me ask you three last questions, and I'm, uh, I'm going to take you up on your offer to be as succinct as possible without losing truth and depth. So, uh, I, can, uh, I, can succinctly. Up, right? I, I can write succinctly, but I can't talk <laughs> succinctly. But go ahead. I can try. Well, that makes two of us, uh, at least in the talking part of it. Um, I, three, three questions for you. Um, again, not, not, the first two aren't the point of the podcast. The third is very much the point of this podcast, and we'll close with that one. So the first of my three... Okay, so I'm sure listening uh, at some point here are going to be friends of ours in the mental health profession, and they're going to hear us talking about pastors and how there's this mental health stuff floating around out there, and in their heart and probably in the, now in the pit of their stomach, they're going, oh, brother, here we go again. A bunch of people saying you don't really need to take care of people well and, and deeply. Let me just say a word or two about um, what it means that we're saying Pastors, scripture, you have this deep, rich resource um, in, in a way that can allay some of the fears of somebody who, who says, I've seen this go badly a lot of times where pastors thought they were good to go and they came in and they made horrible, painful mistakes and so on. Um. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's a quick, easy question to answer, right? Uh, let me let me try it from a couple different ways. One is, I'm I'm, I'm certainly hoping that, that I never communicate to pastors. It's either or. It's either you're going to be an expert in the literature, or you're going to be an expert in scripture. Uh, I what I'm trying to communicate is 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 there is all kinds of stuff going on out there about all kinds of different different human struggles and. And some of it can be really very helpful. But, but in the midst of that, you cannot go wrong and you cannot go more deeply than offering Christ to a person who is manic depressive or, 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 or whatever the kind right. of struggle might be. So, so I'm not thinking either or. This is a spiritual issue and there's nothing else to it. So that, that's right. one. And it, let me interrupt for, for one second just to, to further press because I know what you mean, but I want to add two words to what you said or even maybe just one. When you say offering Christ to a person, I know you well enough to know you mean offering Christ well. Uh, you don't mean saying some some trivial, you know, like, oh, well, just have faith and off you go. Um, your thinking and, and your life's work has been devoted to how do we offer Christ to people well and effectively? Fair? Yeah, and, and certainly a word that has been, has been important to me over the last few years is, is that, that with Christ we have communion with him. We have this intimate fellowship. So, so what? So, how does our intimate fellowship with the risen Jesus? How does that? How does that seep into daily life? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. fair. Thank you. Uh, it's Christ. It, it's you know, how could I? How could I? 
talk about my wife to somebody um, in a way that was trite or shallow. When you love someone mm. and, and mm. Know, know someone well, you you want to make the best of introductions. So, so yeah, thanks for the clarification. Mm. The, the other thing I, I think the, to answer your question is it's not either or, it's, it's we want to have confidence in this depth that Scripture takes us in. Uh, yet we also want to be alert to some of the things that are going on around us. And so in the pastor's page, I do try to identify here are some of the trends in, in the literature out there. Uh, and, and, um, and, 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 and wisdom is you don't have to be the only pastor in the person's life. There are other people in the body of Christ and other people in the medical community who, who can also be part of the care for the person's soul. Hmm. Very helpful, Ed. Thank you. Uh, second, closely related question. Um, you're, in a, you're in a congregation, and from where you sit in your pew Sunday by Sunday, you have concerns about your pastor uh, you have concerns about how he's doing pastoral care. You're, you're one of those people who you, you've listened thus far and you're like, yeah, I, at least in my heart and if not out loud, I, I am critiquing my pastor and his pastoral care. Um, any, any words of, of advice or wisdom to folks sitting in that spot in that pew? Mm, that's, a, that's a good question. I, I'm trying to think personally uh, and, and, um, the pastor of our church is a good friend of mine, and and we can we can talk about hard things occasionally, but I I do love him, and that that seems to be the um, the order of the day in my own heart. So uh, I'll, let me throw that back to you. My my first thought is is um, uh, my my my, uh, my first thought seems a little bit trite that. That, that we want to join with our pastor in, in doing pastoral care, that Ephesians 4 passage. And, 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 um, and, and, and also to, to really honor, in a sense, Ephesians 4, where, where we anticipate that our pastors are going to be teaching us how to do pastoral care. So we're listening in sermons. We're listening in the way they pray. We're, 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 we're watching the way they care for other people, and we, we want to learn from them and, and participate with them. Uh, another thing would be simply to ask a pastor to pray for you. To, uh, it's, you know, that, that kind of humility before another person is... Um, it's 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 a place where the spirit tends to work. So they're they're the first things I'm thinking. What what are you thinking with that one, Alistair? You know, I, it's a it's a hard question, which is why I asked you. Um, I, I guess I'm, I'm certainly I'm agreeing with what you're saying. If if I'm going to say anything else, it would it would probably be um, two things on the flip side. Not just asking them to pray for you, but but also praying for them. Um, whenever you're having concerns about how someone is, is handling themselves in the body of Christ, especially when it's your pastor, um, have you spent more time uh, fuming, venting, uh, being uh, consumed in your mind with thoughts about how they're not doing well? Or have you, have you spent more time praying for them and for their pastoral care, pastoral care both what you see and, and what you don't? Um, and the second thing is, I, I guess I would just say, if if you were going to to raise something, it would be one of those. Um, you would just want to raise something as as gently and uh, and humbly as you could uh, with the pastor. If you had had a 
a concern, uh, you would probably start by simply asking a question uh, where it was appropriate. And of course, it's not always appropriate to, to depending on what the situation is, but, but where appropriate to just start, to start a, to, to attempt at least to start a genuine conversation when you have a concern rather than to, you know, collect a, um, collect a group of, of people who will get on one side uh, or to go in with guns blazing. And you know, I, I spent some time recently writing on conflict and how to think about, you know, gradually increasing one step at a time um, what, you, what you do in terms of addressing conflict. But, but yeah, praying for them and, and starting as, just as gently as you possibly can. If you do feel like there's something that's potentially fruitful to raise would probably be the only things I would add. I love the question out there. It's a great question, and it's it, it's it's worthy of um, certainly worthy of its own podcast. And I will consider continue to think about it. But I, I I just I guess the main thing I'm thinking right now is I am I am grateful that that um, I've the, the pastors that that I've had have just been just wonderful men whose whose love for Christ mm. has been evident. And when somebody's love for Christ Same. is evident, then you know, you, you're just not, you know, you don't care as much about perfection in, in, in preaching. <laughs> in, in preaching. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, because their, their love for Jesus comes through that. Yeah. So I'm grateful that I have not been in those mm. kinds of situations. Yeah. Well, then that leads straight into my third question, which is, uh, would you just be willing to pray for pastors listening to this and to uh, the pastors of all those uh, listening to this or who would like to be listening to this? Very good. I'm really glad to. Father in heaven, we, here's, here's, here's what seems to be the, the case in your word, that those who follow Christ in the pastoral calling, will experience some of the things that Christ experienced, uh, which which includes loving people who who don't treat us well in return. May may those who pastor may may they see that when they are not treated as they would like to be treated, may they see that this actually is embedded in their very pastoral calling and it, it brings them further into the very heart of God himself, the, the, the heart of the very good shepherd. I pray that you would encourage them that in a sense, the scripture has prophesied that things will be difficult. And then I pray that, that you would grant pastors more and more of Jesus. So their boast is not in their churches and not themselves, but their boast is that they, they both know Jesus and they are known by him. We pray your blessing, your, your, your power, and your strength on those who pastor in your name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. I really had no choice in my resource today, did I? Obviously, the link for today for this episode is to our pastors page. And as always, you can find the link on our website ccef.org slash podcast right below today's episode. And if you have any feedback for us from today's episode, we'd love to hear from you. Just email us at podcast at ccef.org. Till next time, blessings. Blessings.